Hello, and welcome to episode 18 of the World Cycle series, The End of the War. Thank you to Chloe for voicing Nina slash Halfway. It's a bit hot again, so apologies if you can hear the air conditioning in the background, but it should be fine. If you like my work, you can go to my website, worldcyclepodcast.wordpress.com. Enjoy. I was not trapped in crossroads, as I said. I was not stuck there. I had become distracted. I wanted to know, I want to know as much as I possibly can. And so I talked to a lot of people. And I told a lot of people about my situation, about the war back home. And sometimes I remembered why I was there, trying to find some destructive army, trying to find some new force, but Of course, as I said, I was never going to find it in Crossroads. Eventually, I met Nina, I met Halfway, and we talked. We talked for a long time. She told me a lot of what I already told you when I talked about her story. She tried to tell me what it was like to be Halfway, what it was like to be in Crossroads for her. But she had been home before, hadn't she? In Ond, she had had a home. This crossroads, it was a replacement for Ond. It was a replacement for the home she had lost. I told her about Ond. I told her what it was like now, that it had grown since she had left. I told her of the people who lived there, the descendants of the people she had known. None of her descendants, of course. She was an only child. She had had no children. Her mother had been an only child. She had no close relatives left, but she didn't mind. She was just happy to know that she had succeeded, though she had known that already. She liked to hear about the people I had met in Ond, in the Cradle Jungle, the people who had told me about her, and she was interested to know that none of them knew what she had done. Not exactly. They knew she had disappeared into the Cradle Lake, and that the intrusion had ended, and that was all they knew. But as much as I had been distracted from why I was in the crossroads, I had not forgotten it. I needed something. I needed some force, some thing, to help resolve the conflict back home, to help end the war between Takara and Lythes. And Nina, she was right, in a manner of speaking when she asked me. What do you matter, storyteller, to all these people, to all those people outside of here? What do you matter? 
But she was also wrong in a manner of speaking. I wanted to know. I wanted to tell the people in Crossroads what the problem was. I wanted to ask them if they would come back with me, if they would help. Enough people had already heard my story, and I had heard enough people's story. As much as the people of Crossroads liked to be there, there was a wanderlust to Crossroads. There was a sense, despite the comfort, despite the familiarity, that people wanted to leave, even if they wanted to come home again soon enough. And so, Nina told me, You are welcome to ask every person who resides in this place to come back with you to material, to fight in your war. And you are welcome to take all those who agree to go. If they wish to return, you had better bring them back here. And I did. I went and I talked to everyone again. Not everyone. I didn't talk to as many people as I'd already talked to. People had heard the story. I asked people who I had talked to, I asked people who I hadn't talked to before, if they would come back with me, if they would try to help me end the war. They would try to help me win the war. And some people said yes, some people said no, and some people said that they would ask their friends. And word spread of what I was doing, word spread of why I was there. And eventually, I did have to leave. Eventually, I could hold off on my mission no longer. And I left, and a lot of people came with me. But I will return to that in a moment. First, I guess a brief return to what was happening in my absence. I worry when I tell this story, I do. I worry that it seems like I was the most important thing going on and maybe I was, but I don't like to think about it that way. I might have been the most interesting thing happening to me, and that's not a surprise. But back home, things were interesting. I mentioned Fear's arrival, I mentioned Elysia's arrival, and they were still in conflict, shall we say. Whether or not they actually fought is still a matter for conjecture. Even when I met Elysia afterward, even when I met Fear a long time later, after it had died and become war, I still don't know if they fought exactly. But, well, we were still losing in Takara. Even with Elysia's backing, even with the Illinan so able to combat Fear, we were still losing. Even if Fear and Elysia had not been there, of course we would still be losing. We were so vastly outnumbered. And perhaps, in some ways, we were better equipped. Perhaps we had some better technology, and we had the Illinan, and we had the Kalman still. But, but they had so many more than us. They still had millions to our hundreds of thousands. And that, I suppose, that was why I was in the crossroads in the first place, isn't it? As the armies of Lythas pushed further and further into Takara, they met more and more solid resistance. They once again ran across the Kalman. They once again ran across the great resistance that can be offered by an empty town full of explosives. They once again came face to face with their fear. And fear 
whatever it was, that god, that thing of life as. Fear was afraid, still. Fear might have been powerful. Nalareth might have almost become what he had always wanted to become. But he was still afraid, and he was still afraid, in particular, of the Kalnan. He did not have the force that he had once had. He could not block off the underground in Takara. He could try. He could close as many entrances and exits from the underground as he wanted, but they could just be opened again, couldn't they? There was something different about Takara, and I think it was the presence of Elysia. There was something draining to fear about trying to be in Takara, and it was the fight that he had found himself with Elysia. People hadn't forgotten about me by the time I returned, not exactly. A lot of people had written me off, and I suppose that was fair. I spent a lot longer in the crossroads than I meant to. I meant to be there for days, perhaps weeks, perhaps months, and instead I was there for years. But, still, I returned. I returned before Lythes could fully overtake Takra. And even after years, even after years of being outnumbered, not so much of Takra had been lost. Not yet. I wonder if, when I crossed back into Takara, the force that I brought with me seemed trivial. There were not so many people in the crossroads, maybe a few thousand at most, and not so many of them wanted to come back with me, only a couple of thousand at most. But, but the people of the crossroads were strange when they came back to material. Even those who had come from Material in the first place, those people taken to the crossroads by Nina, by Halfway, they were strange when they returned. Some people call them Hafnan now, because Halnan would be too close to Kalnan. The people of Halfway, the people from Crossroads, they call themselves Wanderers, I think, a lot of the time. People call them doppelgangers, call them mimics, call them fakes. In the same way that Crossroads is not a place that exists unto itself, it is not a place precisely with its own story. The people who returned with me to Material, they were... incomplete. That's not the right way to say it, not exactly. But they didn't have their own story, they existed in context, as we all do, but they existed in context in a particular way. They weren't quite formless, but they were close. They weren't quite empty, but they were close. The thing about the Hafnan, about doppelgangers, mimics, whatever they are, is that they can change. They can change rapidly, and they can change precisely, with very little effort. Hafnan can become someone else, as precisely as possible. They are not empty unto themselves, they are not lost when they become someone else, but it is a near thing. And so, despite their small number compared to the forces at play already, they did end the war, they did win the war for us because they made people afraid. The forces of Lythes may have feared 
the Kalnan may have feared the Ilanan for their ability, for their strategic value. But the Hafnan, they were different, weren't they? Some almost formless thing, nearly unseeable, might find a camp and become someone, become someone important. What happens then? Chaos, I suppose. Though not always chaos. Sometimes just simple failure. Sometimes there would suddenly be two of the same officer. Sometimes that one officer would change dramatically from day to day, and maybe their corpse would be found eventually. But not always. People changed suddenly within the Lythes army. People changed suddenly, and they issued new orders. They sat where they were. They released indentured soldiers. They changed what Lythes was doing. And they instilled such fear, such paranoia. Today, people still fear the Hafnan. Some people do. Hafnan are not so malicious, by and large, but they're a worry, I suppose, for people who don't know enough about them, because there still aren't very many. They're still a worry. What if suddenly I am changed? They worry. What if suddenly someone else around me is replaced? How would I know? And the answer is that you wouldn't immediately. Perhaps Hafnan are strange. Perhaps behaviors change when a Hafnan replaces someone. Perhaps people become strange, but not always, not usually. People might change quickly, but they change over time. A Hafnan is not empty, but they are a near thing. It takes time to stop being so completely someone else. We all know of methods to detect Hafnan, and we know that historically, we know that historically they detected neurodivergent people, sometimes Hafnan. We all know of methods, we know of secret passwords, we know of tests of blood, we know of magical tests, the attempt to read who someone is with magic. And that is a talent that has become more prevalent since the Hafnan arrived, but none of those things work. Not quickly, not accurately. No password will keep out a Hafnan if the person that they replicate knew that password too. And so, they instilled fear and paranoia in the armies of Lythes. There were too many people in those armies for the Hafnan to replace them all, of course. For the Hafnan to replace even all those important people. And it was too difficult to reach some of those important people. For Lythes, the problem became a need for bureaucracy, a need for checks and balances, a need for time. And time is not the most plentiful resource in a war. As is still the case in some places today, all you need to destroy a community or you need to destroy the cohesion of some military unit, is the knowledge that the Hafnan exist. Most of them, as I said, are benevolent, like most people are. But like the Illinan, 
they are feared for being so distinctly different from the rest of us. Well, perhaps I shouldn't include myself in that. Units that were not infiltrated fell apart to fear and paranoia. And the thing about having the god Fear nearby, even if Nalareth was on your side, was that Nalareth was Fear. Nalareth feared the Hafnan. Fear feared the Hafnan. He amplified the fear that people held. He increased their worry. And as his influence decreased in Takara and increased in Lythes, more and more positions were returned to Takara. More and more units fell apart to fear. More and more lost their cohesion. For the worry that a Hafnan was there, even when they weren't. I brought 2,156 people with me back from Crossroads. Less than half of them joined the war. And that's fine, I don't hold it against them, of course. Not when we won. I worried at the time, maybe, but... But it's hard to remember so long ago if I worried, or if I was so magnanimous that I didn't care. I feel like I want to say I was so magnanimous. I feel like I want to say that it was fine. Because that, I think, is the position I would like to have held. We didn't need that many Hafnan. We didn't need that many people who could instill such paranoia. And we didn't need much time. The armies of Takara may have fallen in number. Many people may have died or fled or fallen to injury that hadn't recovered yet, but we were fast, I suppose. Or at least, we would like to say that we could move quickly. Once I returned with the Hafnan, it did not take so long for us to push Lythes back out of Takara, for us to push Lythes back and back into their own land, the land that they had already taken. The war didn't take so much longer once I returned with the Hafnan. And I suppose, though I don't like to say it, that the war would have taken a lot longer if I hadn't, that we might have lost if I hadn't returned. But, but I like to think that that's not true. The second Lythes Takaran War lasted 35 years, and for most of that time I was in the crossroads, lost and interested. But after 35 years, the war ended, and Takara won. We kept Lythes out of our borders. And Lythes, until its fall, and the people who still live there, might be the most paranoid about the existence of the Hafnan still. I like to think that they're recovering now. There are Illinan and Hafnan living there now, but... But it takes a long time for that sort of thing to heal. And it won't heal for a while, I don't think. And it certainly won't heal in these stories, not for a good long time. The Empire of Life has lasted for hundreds of years. And although they barely expanded again, there was still a fear that we held in Takara. There was still a fear to those north of us that we stood as the only obstacle between Lythes and the whole continent on which we all lived. But those are stories for another time. 
and next time, we won't be talking about Lythes and Takra. We won't be talking about me, thankfully. Until then. for listening to this episode of the world cycle podcast if you enjoyed it you can find more of my work at worldcyclepodcast.wordpress.com or if you prefer you can go to worldcycle.tumblr.com where the stories get cross-posted and i might do some other stuff but we'll see um if you're a real weirdo you can follow me on twitter at the world cycle where my stories also get cross-posted but i do nothing else because i don't like twitter um, at the moment, I'm doing another series, and I expect it to last for a while, so I don't know, maybe you'll be interested in that. It's about demons and magic and shit, but it's not a shared world. Anyway, something worth keeping in mind is that if you fear being replaced by somebody nearly identical to you, but probably better, then uh, you probably want to go talk to a psychologist or something about that. I mean, or don't, but like, pretty sure doppelgangers aren't a real thing IRL, so anyway. Good luck with that. Bye.